Hello and welcome to Never Mate Varsity, the Wordle podcast. Uh, my name is Colby. You can find me on Twitter at Colby Complains. Hey, my name is David, and you can find me on Wordle using the word uh, I don't know, spare <laughs> or something that's not that's not smart. <laughs> it's your boy Maverick. You can find me on Twitter at Heartbreak Double Underscore Kid. I'm trying to look up a five letter word. Mine's gonna be sad with three D's. <laughs> my name is aaron you can find me using the word choke to describe the dallas cowboys on wordle <laughs> that so was good. one of my all-time favorite tweets. So, so good so good that and the lebron tweet that i sent earlier today it, it was an amazing day for twitter it was a, it was a good i wish i could be on twitter more today i i had a busy day um i did see lebron's instagram post <laughs> um, uh, it was a, a picture of him and austin reeves talking and it said don't do anything i would do also don't do anything i wouldn't do there's a little gray area and that's where you operate <laughs> <laughs> all right let's go into the pod cast this is a very poor segue is 1002 at night i'm a little tired uh wake forest and virginia tech and boston college are the games that carolina has had since we last talked also miami but do we want to talk about miami we don't talk about miami no no no. no. (laughs) i mean i didn't even realize we had a basketball game because i didn't see a team show up I am proud to say that I watched zero of those games because I was either at work or watching football. The Wake Forest game, I watched the first half um, and uh, watched football for the second half of that game. I am trying to figure out what happens to this team on the road. That is a great question. And whenever I find the answer, I'll be sure to let you and Hubert Davis know. (laughs) inquiring minds want to know because <laughs> it I, I i don't get it like i just i don't think there's any good like basketball reason by basketball reason i mean like like x's and o's like there I, I i just don't know i don't know is it an energy thing is, is it a do we just have bad vibes or <laughs> we're not in the dean dome i don't know yeah, I mean, I've I've watched the movie Hoosiers, and last time I checked, every field goal is ten feet tall, and the backboard's the same size, all regulation. I hate that movie. The the, <laughs> the free throw lines the same amount of distance away. The the three point lines the same amount of distance <laughs> away. But one day on this podcast, we'll talk about how much I hate Hoosiers. But it is true the height, <laughs> the rim is the same height, um, no matter where you go. Also, it was not a particularly uh, hostile crowd at Miami either. No, it's kind so, of sleep. Some yeah, people on Twitter were talking about it's louder than it sounds on TV. It's like don't don't lie to make yourselves feel better. It was it was a sleepy arena. It's okay to say that. So that's also the thing where you think that would be a, op- a prime opportunity because you don't have to worry about the momentum that uh, the X factor that uh, like a, a you can say it. Have. I'm not going to yell at you. Yeah, <laughs> I won't so. stop you. Yeah. So there's that. I mean, for, at least for Wake Forest, it seemed like it was competitive. Um, yeah, it was just not worth it. it was not the effort, not the 
the attention to detail or the drive that is consistent with Carolina basketball. Um, so naturally, you know, our fan, the fan base is not one to ever, ever, ever uh, overreact to things. Not at all. Um, so it's not like it just hasn't put everything up in flames. Yeah, it's been it's been trying times for <laughs> Carolina basketball Twitter. It's been who boy. Um, Again, we have to mention this all the time. Yes, we are an incredibly spoiled fan base. We have relished six decades of elite basketball. Also, and and this is the first time we're starting to feel like an average group. Also, two head coaches that you can like there two head coaches that you can put in the top five coaches of all time. Like that's. Most programs don't have. So there are not many there places. No other, there's not that. many other places to go, but down. Yeah, like as far as like programs who have had multiple, like legendary coaches, like in all of college sports, there's Carolina basketball, men's basketball, Alabama football, I guess Notre Dame. End of list? Like, is is that it? I mean, I think it depends on what your cutoff is because I think yeah. that you could say that Ohio State is there with Woody Hayes and then the combination of Jim Trestle and Urban Meyer. Um, I think that you could say Kentucky basketball if you count Rick Patino not being there for a full career's worth. I thought you were going to say Tubby Smith, which is the joke that it's I was also a make. legend. <laughs> Tubby, Tubby was Tubby was good. He was Tubby good brought him a chip. Uh, I don't believe Rick Pitino did that, did he not? Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, it depends. Well, I mean, <laughs> it depends I on think, who you ask. Well, yeah. I Tubby think Smith that, at least won. Yeah. Well, but I mean, I think that to be, to give Patino his credit, the Tubby Smith championship team was Patino's team with a different coach, just like the first year that Coach Gut coached Carolina. And we made the final four. It was Coach Smith's team. Yes, coaching makes a difference, but it was all of the other dudes' players. But the point that I'm making is that we can name all of these. Like, we we were able to name, what, five, maybe? Like, it's Um, it's not common. Well, again, I think that you could list more depending on your cutoff because you could say Exus with Daryl Royal and Mac Brown. You could say, uh, okay. That might be the end of the list. Uh, <laughs> I'd say Florida with Steve Spurrier and Urban Meyer. Okay, yeah, I'll take that one. I'll accept that one. <laughs> Do we count Les Miles as legendary? No, no. Les Miles isn't a good coach. He just was at LSU. Everyone wins a national. Ch- I could coach LSU and win a national championship. <laughs> so I, 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 I get your point. I'm just. It's a fun know. exercise. Yes. I guess my thing is I I don't necessarily feel like the talent necessarily has fully dropped off. It's there. This is a team that went toe-to-toe with Purdue, which has remained a top 10 team in the country. Um, and such, an, like we, we discussed at the beginning, it just seems like at times the lack of, was that uh, EET, energy effort and toughest, is just not there. Um, a lack of drive and power and staying hungry and devouring. Exactly. It's Christ. Built um, for tough. And so, and, and I guess that's where it comes in is where, A, 
the you, there's at least the belief and and hope that the ta- that or at least just by when we play at home the talent is there um and so so yes we, we, it's definitely we're finally facing what a lot of programs are have always faced um and stuff like that i'm just i think what frustrates most people is that particularly our rival doesn't seem to be slowing down anytime soon um and that other schools aren't having the problems we have so it's um so not everywhere is necessarily struggling with the problems we are struggling with Oh no, let's look at Duke next year. I'm not saying Duke's gonna be bad next year. I'm just saying let's let's keep an eye on them. Like I I think there there's a huge difference between having a Hall of Fame level coach and not. I and not it's not a knock on Hubert Davis to say that he's not at this moment a Hall of Fame level coach. Like I, I don't think that's a that's a I don't think that's a hot take right now. Mm-hmm. I for me, I don't know about the the ETT where I'm forgetting what one of the T's are, but I, I was thinking about on the way back from the Virginia tech game while I was walking back. Um, I was thinking about the, like the, the three pillars of like the quote unquote Carolina way, but play hard, play smart, play together. When we, when this team falls apart, they are not playing hard, not playing smart and they're not playing together. Mm-hmm. I think if they do those three things, they are at least a top four team in the ACC. They're going to be playing on third. They aren't going to be playing on Wednesday or Tuesday. So, yeah, I mean, it's just somehow just mustering it up and getting everything clicking at the same time. But, um, yeah, it's it's just baffling at times. So I've taken uh, the week off from sports. Um so I have not. I did not watch Virginia Tech. I did not watch tonight's game against Boston College. Um, That's very healthy of you, and I'm proud of you, bud. Yeah, <laughs> it's been fun. I've been watching uh, Critical Role, uh, listening to some podcasts. It's been some wholesome time. If you want more distractions, Australian Survivor starts Monday, and Celebrity Brick Brother starts Tuesday. Isn't it coming to Paramount Plus? Yeah. So that'll be. I think you too. will really, really like Australian Survivor. Because it is a lot more, they care. The meta game is a lot more about physical play, which I know is a priority for you. Yeah, I'm all about the the uh, the challenge beast after the merge. Let this be an example for all of you listeners. If anything does not make is making you unhappy, just stop doing it. You don't have yeah. to watch things that make you unhappy. If they do, just don't do that. Oh, Especially also, if it's something like uh, watching 18 to 22-year-olds throw a ball into a hoop. <laughs> <laughs> if it's yeah. making you that mad, just don't watch. <laughs> yeah. So. Anyway, at home, we're fine. I do think Armando's more hurt than they're letting on i wasn't able to listen to the press conference today um but i feel like a lot of the he's missed a bunch of layups uh the past two games and i feel like some of those layups would have been dunks if he if his hand was healthy i i think he's missing too many easy shots for it just to be he's not good i i i I don't know i i yeah i think he's hurt i I think we are good gigantic 
asterisk at home. Like today we shot 29% from the field. We I think we made 16 shots, right? We made 8 in the we first made half. 16 eight. of 55. Yeah, 8 in the Armando first half. Armando was eight in the one of 10 half. from the field. <laughs> this is which really like bad. It, it, that's not going to cut it against a good team. Have I, we played I was any, wondering literally any other team this season, season we were, it would have been a loss. Say again, Mav. Have we played any other team on our schedule tonight? It would have been a loss. Probably. Probably. I, I would hope we would still be able to beat um, – oh, I'm looking at my schedule – our schedule right now. Elon, <laughs> the way we played tonight. But um, but point taken, I – but I don't – I think if we have a healthy Armando, we – make more than 16 shots yes i agree i think that we play a lot better with a healthy armando but with a healthy armando presuming that he makes say half of the shots he missed so he shoots six of ten from the field he's the only guy on our team that shoots better than 50 percent in on that game that's true which is a pretty big problem especially when your volume shooter caleb love is five of seventeen. All five of those were big five were big ones though. <laughs> yeah. For what it's worth. For what it's worth. I agree, but I think if he makes a good portion of the twelve, then the five aren't nearly as big. That's also true. Not to be a pessimist. I no, no, think... no. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Also, like I said, haven't watched Carolina in a couple whiles. So I don't know. I can't base anything off the eye test i can only base it off the looking at the box score test but i will rack i will take as many easy acc wins i mean quote unquote i agree easy. a win's a win at this point because i we're not going to be playing on tuesday but i'd very much like to be playing on not playing on wednesday mm-hmm. i agree okay um nc state on saturday um and we'll go ahead and talk about Louisville also on next Tuesday. That game was originally on Monday. They pushed it uh, to Tuesday, probably because we've been playing so many games recently. So in the Dean Dome, they are honoring Roy Williams um, before the game or at halftime. One of those. I wasn't paying attention when they said it. So, yeah, I I, I hope that. Hubert brings Roy in to fire the boys up before this game. Um, just to get a little of that uh, classic uh, beat them down for the school in Raleigh. Oh, in Louisville, did, did they did they ever say if they fired um, mm-hmm. Chris Mack or if it was like a separation? Yeah, it's done. It's done? Okay. That's interesting. Apparently, they've been playing harder for the assistance than they had for for Chris Mack. So just keep an eye on that one. All right. Let's talk about the uh, I'm sorry, Mav, uh, the best weekend of football I've ever seen. (laughs) I concur with that statement. It was incredible. Um, Buddy, we'll we'll start with you to get it out the way. it was also the first game of the weekend. Bengals Titans. Uh Joey Burrow and Dem Boys. Uh didn't play that well. No. Didn't no. do anything fantastic. No, we kept uh, they, they the, scored 19. We kept, Joey, we kept Joe Burrow out of the end zone. Didn't throw a touchdown pass. Yeah. 
Joe Mixon was the only one scored. You're welcome uh, for your whatever league, Aaron. My playoff thinking, fantasy I, I, league. I was thinking about you. I had a huge <laughs> week this um, past yeah, week. Kept Matt Enzo. A playoff record, nine sacks. If you told me going into the game that the Bengals would score 19 points, we would set the playoff record for of nine sacks and that Joe Burrow would not score a touchdown, I said the game was won and Titans are going to the AFC Championship. That wasn't the case. Because you got Tanny. <laughs> yep. Any Tanny Tanny. $40 million Tanny now. First play of the game, interception. I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All the stereotypes about Ryan Tannehill. That, that was the Miami Dolphins Ryan Tannehill. That was not Tennessee Titans Ryan Tannehill. Um, three interceptions. You're not going to win a playoff game when you throw three interceptions. It's just That's just a simple fact. Um, two of them were bobbled, but thrown into really bad coverage um, and telegraphed two of the three very easily. Um, the tip pass and the first play of the game. I think the third one was good defense, but and you're trying to get down the field, but he had a wide open tight end that could have made the first down to keep the play going. Um, at the very least, you're punting back and you're putting them all the way at the end of the end zone. They're probably kneeling the ball and you go to overtime. But if you take away those things, so the first interception ended in a field goal that drop it back to 16 16. We the second tip, we were in field goal range. We could have very well scored or hit three, so that would have put up uh, put us up three or seven. Um, and then you take away the third one, which also gave them a field goal. So you take those turnovers away, just simply, regardless of the result of those plays, the Titans win. Um, yeah. It, also, yeah. If the Titans go for one, Titans and go don't for, go yeah. for two, they win the game. They win the game. Simple as that. And to be fair, I understand. I mean, I said from the beginning, go for one. There's no reason to go for two this early. I understand taking the risk because it's like, if you're going to go for fourth and one at the 48, might as well go for two at the one. But like, is it worth it? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and we can talk about it later, but just seeing the, the outcomes of the other playoff games. Um, feelings of futility with Ryan Tannehill as quarterback hit an all-time high. Because um, you're not Ryan Tannehill may very well continue to lead us to the playoffs uh, and and lead us to a successful team. I don't see him leading us to a Super Bowl as long as uh, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, um, any of the, the the elite tier quarterbacks are in the playoffs, and we have to play them. Unless y'all want to. I don't know. I don't know. Jimmy Garoppolo keeps on winning. You know, you don't have to have great quarterback play, obviously. You know, I, I thought that they, they also David. have Debo Samuel. Even, I mean, AJ Brown and Julio Jones have had their moments, but they've not been anywhere near Debo's play. That, and I think a healthy Derrick Henry absolutely changes this game. Mm hmm. Uh, a healthy Derrick Henry. I don't think Ryan Tannehill has to throw the ball. I mean, he he didn't. He threw the ball twenty four times, which isn't a bunch. But if if you have a healthy Derrick Henry, I don't think he throws more than twenty times. Um, David, I thought you were going to go with the with the meme. I will trade you one Sam Darnold for one <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> I, I agree with the Derrick Henry point, and I also think that if they get 
what they thought they were going to get out of Julio Jones, which is anything but a shell of his former self. That is a completely different team. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's more of a sh- more than a sh- what's it was is what's more a shell or a husk. I'd say those were practically synonyms. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, among Titans fans, they also questioned Todd Downing, our offensive coordinator, um, for some of the play calling choices. I would say Tannehill, whether it's valid or not, is going to get the majority of it, and I think Downing might get a little bit too. Um, but based upon pressures, Mike Rabel kind of said the same thing. It paralleled the year before where we had a, an abysmal defense and said it was it was personnel. It was not scheme or coaching. Um, and we've already made several coaching changes on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, so maybe they address that with the draft or, or free agency. We'll see. But, yeah, it, Miami, Wake, and that game came in succession. And I'm like, I think I'm done for sports for a while. <laughs> Very healthy. I, I again, I commend you. Um, you are correct that Joe Burrow did not throw a touchdown in this game, but I was very impressed with him. Um, he did exactly what he had to do, and as a, I mean, he didn't complete his rookie year. He's still a very, I mean, here's here's my thing with Joe Burrow because he's not that young, is he? I think he's already twenty four. If I'm not mistaken, he's twenty four. He's my age. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he he's he's 25 actually. Um he's not that young. He just hasn't he doesn't have that much NFL experience. So it makes sense that he's not quite um afraid of the moment, one would say. Um I I'm interested to see what this next game against the Chiefs looks like, but we will get to that in a second. Do we have any more thoughts about Bengals Titans? No. All right, um, let's talk about Candace Throwins um, losing to the <laughs> 49ers. Wow. Um, Throw Rogan or um, Breitbart Star, that was a favorite of mine. Uh, Prager Unitas, wasn't expecting that one, but <laughs> I laughed out loud when I saw it. Um, wow, that was an ugly football game but i loved every second of it oh wait i saw another good nickname that one of my friends made up for him this morning oh wait oh it was uh deshaun pfizer (laughs) i like that one i like deshaun pfizer (laughs) yeah that was um that was something uh, do you think their special teams coach even bothered to to clean out the <laughs> his office, <laughs> or or do you simply just not not come back? I think that's what. Just mail your keys, mail the key card, <laughs> go down to Alabama, get your rehab with Saban, and go go elsewhere. Um, have we been overestimating Aaron Rodgers? I, and I ask this sincerely. That, uh, that's tough to answer. I mean, I feel like he has the stats to back up, like, being a great quarterback. But when when the glaring thing is you have, you know, the Green Bay having, what is it, 40 years? twenty Is it 20 or 40 of, of elite quarterback play? About 30 years. 30, 30 years. 30. 
difference. So 30 years of elite quarterback play and what is it? Two or three Super Bowls to show for it. Is it two? Did Brett Favre? Two. How many? Is it two? Because Aaron has one. Brett Favre, Brett Favre has, Favre one. has one. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Then, then you get two Super Bowls to show for it. When you bring up the fact that Pat Mahomes probably is more accomplished in the playoffs than Aaron Rodgers at this point. It's like, thank ooh, you. Yes. Ooh, that's that hurts. Now, Patrick Mahomes is obviously special. However, no, but so was Aaron Rodgers supposed to be special too? Uh, that's that is, I'm not even gonna, that's absolutely correct. So I'm not gonna argue that <laughs> he's a bad man, Stephen A. <laughs> I, it's time we need to have a dialogue. <laughs> You're <laughs> going to have a dialogue. Well, because here, here's the thing: if we talk about dudes that are winners, when 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 you're, when you're looking at the elite of the elite of a sport, at some point you gotta just talk about winning. And like you said, David, how much? does Aaron Rodgers have to show for how good and how talented that I think I think we all can see how talented he has been at times but something happens in the playoffs where it just doesn't click anymore and I I don't understand like is he doing too much like I don't I don't know well I think that I mean I think I saw some somebody wrote about it but being like he goes into hero mode in the playoffs where he feels like he has to be the person or forces it to someone like Devonte Adams or Aaron Jones, where, you know, I think I, what, I don't know what it is when they have the dots and they show the dots and they're, oh, I love the dots. The <laughs> dots like, are my favorite thing on the internet. You got a dude running wide open 10 yards past the first down marker and you're chucking it downfield to Devonte Adams. Who's double covered. Yep. You know, yep. It's like, yeah, I think that's what it really comes down to. I mean, you could say the same thing at points in the, um, in the regular season, depending on who you're playing and what's at stake. But I think playoff football just becomes different where it turns from just playing, just believing in your scheme to we're going to shut down this team's best option. It's the Belichick playoff scheme. You shut down the team's best option. So if you double cover Devontae Adams, even Aaron Rodgers is going to struggle. Um, Aaron, this is where you can, can glaze over. It, it was a dagger concept. Um on, on that deep throw to uh, <laughs> that deep throw to um, double cover Devonte Adams, I don't have the dots in front of me. I and it was a single high safety. Um, I it might have been cover one, but yeah, the dagger concept you have what looks like two go routes on one side of the field, and the outermost uh, cuts in, so it's like a, a deep dig route on the outermost um, receiver. And he was like David said, like five, five, ten yards past the line of scrimmage, but naked open. Um, and Rogers just missed him. Like there, I, I, I looked at the at the end zone angle. There's no excuse uh, for missing it. It's, it's just that's it's just bad. It's bad. So I don't know. I do not know. I would like to say. As someone, I, I also enjoy the dots, even though I don't understand it all. But something that I think is easier to digest and also a lot of fun is during the Nick NFL games, the Roblox versions of the replays. That was also, I thought you were going to talk about the, the slime monster. The slime monster is also important, but the Roblox replays make it a lot easier to understand when you're dissecting it all. <laughs> um, 
All right. The okay, so the Niners. The Niners are I don't know what this I don't I have no clue what to make of the 49ers because the defense is elite. The defense is great. The running mm-hmm. game works. Jimmy Garoppolo is not a good quarterback. Yeah. But everything else around him works so well. I I just, I don't know what to do with it. Well, and maybe the thing we can... is like if it's working, like obviously Trey Lance is their quarterback of the future, not Jimmy, not Jimmy Garoppolo. But if it's working, why fix it? Is it working? Though? Like, like it's it's working, but is it working? Like yeah. it was working two years ago until they got to the Super Bowl and it was not working. And this, he threw a ball with his eyes closed. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it, it's I mean, different elements but it's it was the titans team from two years ago that ran into the chiefs in the afc championship that whatever reason it's working but then they run into a buzzsaw and then it gets exposed if they if the 49ers can keep the score low they have a chance they absolutely can and i want to talk about that um once we get through last week's slate of games because i'm very intrigued by the 49ers playing the rams who beat the buccaneers 27 or 30 to 27 um, we were very close to uh, 27 to 3 becoming the next meme. Yeah. And it's almost worth it for it becoming a thing, but I'm glad we avoided it. I mean, Brady almost did it again. <laughs> and that's the thing. When we talk about winners, like I do not think Tom Brady is as co- talented a quarterback as, as Aaron Rodgers. But Tom Brady wins like, until – you know, on Sunday, but he like you always feel like you have a chance with him. I don't think that's the same with Aaron Rodgers, but the Bucks are a well-constructed team. They're a really well-coached team, and we'll see what they look like without Byron Leftwich because it's becoming more and more clear that he's going to be the coach of the Jaguars next year. Um, but it seems like the Matt Stafford deal is paying off question mark yeah it definitely is should have been should have been in panther blue man oh it hurts so much (laughs) every time i see him throw a touchdown it hurts so much goes my baby (laughs) (laughs) mad look But yeah, it, it seems it seems like the Matt Stafford experiment is working. I mean, we've never seen him look this good in the postseason, um, evidenced by the fact that he won a game. Yeah, he, he's got legit pieces on both sides of the ball now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he's got OBJ, like a, a revitalized OBJ to throw to. Yeah, it see, see, seems like maybe Odell Beckham Jr. is maybe a good right receiver. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> I I was told I I heard that perhaps Odell Beckham Jr. was was not um was maybe past his best years. That's just what the, that's just what I've heard. Granted, he also has some bonuses coming up, so maybe he is it's like the equivalent of contract year basketball. <laughs> Do we have any comment? Hearing none. Okay, we'll move on to the next game. <laughs> Bills Chiefs. 
Uh, Bills Chiefs is the that game was the best game I have ever seen in my life. I I've yeah. never I've never seen a better football game. <laughs> I think the only game that compares is the Chiefs Rams Monday Night game from three years ago. Um, or was and, it uh, Chiefs Ravens? I thought it was no Chiefs Rams, the one where it was like fifty five fifty two. Oh yeah, that was a, that was a very good game. That was a good game. And the only reason, well, I mean, there are a multitude of reasons why this one is better, but even if the scores and the game situation was reversed, um, the one that was this week would have always been better because it was in the playoffs. Right. I think that game that you're talking about is akin to the the Warriors Thunder game from 2016. Yeah, where it's an all-time, yeah, 2016, where it's an all-time great game, but it was in the middle of the season, so who gives a crap? I give a crap because it's the best basketball game I've ever watched. It was incredible. Um, but yeah, this wow! There were how many points were scored in the past? There were twenty-five the points scored in the last two minutes of regulation. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Three touchdowns, a two-point conversion, and a field goal. Um, did, did you watch the uh, Saturday Night Live video that I sent? The what you say skit um, i did but with the, with the, the chiefs and the bills yeah but yeah like the the bills scored and you're like oh there's a minute and a half left that's too much time for Mahomes. and then the chiefs scored and you thought oh that's a minute left that's too much time for the bills and then the bills scored and you thought there's 13 seconds left. He can't actually do this. And then they did. I would like to, I don't remember what episode this is, but in 2019 on this here podcast, I posited a question. I, all I said was, is Josh Allen good? And I was laughed at. <laughs> there there was laughter. I just want to say I feel vindicated. Josh Allen <laughs> is a is a good quarterback. The thing is, he keeps getting better. Um mm-hmm. he the 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 thing that he kept doing that was holding me back from being like a hundred percent like a hundred and ten percent on the train. Like I still think like after last year that he was a like a, a really really good quarterback probably top 10 top seven ish in the league um but he still did the panic the 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 squirrel the panic squirrel thing um and he stopped doing that he didn't do that at all <laughs> in this chiefs game it was just pure good josh allen on the biggest stage of his life and i don't i think people are overreacting a little that that Josh Allen is now the the is or Josh Allen is the best quarterback in the league. I don't think it's a ridiculous discussion. Um, I might even entertain the fact that at his very best, at peak Josh Allen, maybe peak Josh Allen is better than peak Patrick Mahomes. I will entertain that conversation. I don't think he's overall a better quarterback, but I I'd listen. I might even participate. I don't know. I think. Something that 
this week showed in football is that on top of how good Mahomes is physically at the game of football, that he is an all-time great at making reads quickly and watching the game unfold. It's not to cross over sports, but it's at a LeBron level. That's fair. And no, I, and, and I, there's no way for me to argue with that. My my thing with entertaining the conversation and perhaps participating is that I think passing-wise, Josh Allen can do everything that Patrick Mahomes can do. Um, and also, he's 6'5", 250 pounds and trucking people. Um, that's, mm-hmm. the, that's the only reason that I would entertain the possibility that he's maybe a better quarterback because yes, Patrick Mahomes is fast. And I, there's a little bit of college Trevor Lawrence in him that uh, the wheels come out, come out in the playoffs and he just starts burning people down the field, running past them. Um, but Josh Allen is a great power runner. Um, and probably like behind Lamar Jackson, um, the second best running quarterback in the league. So, ah, uh, I don't know. Mm. Let me think about that for like 15 seconds because Jalen Hurts is also very good at running the ball, but perhaps Josh Allen is better. I'll think about that. But that's the only reason why I would entertain that conversation. Um, but Patrick Mahomes is winner. I'm glad, I'm glad he didn't bring up Kyler Murray in that conversation <laughs> because as I've said, he stinks and he made a Chaz Surratt throw. Listen, I, 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 I tweeted this. I was like, I like you, Kyler Murray. But you are making me look so bad right now. He was proving me right. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, Mahomes is a winner. He's a winner. He's just he just wins. And on the most recent episode of the right time to this episode, um, Bamani was talking to Michael Smith and he said that or they were talking about how this team and the Warriors are not quite seen as the like capital W winners that like the Patriots were or the, the last like Lakers three peat or like the, the nineties bulls are were seen as winners because of how it looks aesthetically. It's very pretty. Like the, the, the warriors play very aesthetically pleasing basketball the, the Chiefs play very um, finesse football, um, which doesn't always connote toughness. But these teams know how to win. Like they just they just find a way to win. And I, I guess we can segue this into talking about the um, talking about Bengals Chiefs. I just don't think the Bengals have it in them to go into Kansas City and win that game. I I, th- I love Joe Burrow. I really like Joe Burrow. He seems like a cool dude. He slings that thing. Uh, he he's I I really like he wears how colorful glasses. I like how he carries himself. But I and Jamar Chase is so fast and uh, Joe Mixon. Um, is a begrudgingly a very, very good running back. Um, outside of the offensive line, that team is just so good. 
but mm-hmm. you also can't win a game with your quarterback getting hit as much as Joe Burrow does. Yeah. But also, the Chiefs aren't going to blitz. They're going to have to get there with four. So, I don't know. I, I, I Well, just... I think that if their secondary is, like, something that I think also contributed to last week's game being as close as it was is that their secondary was banged up. And I think that if their secondary is fully healthy, last week goes a lot different, and this coming week will go a lot different. And as of um, today, January 26th, it seems like Tyron Matthew is um, is on track to play. Um, so they don't have to put Dirty Dan in the secondary anymore. <laughs> um, which is just cruel when they do it to that man. Um, he shouldn't have to do that, but... Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm picking the Chiefs in this one. Yeah, I agree. Now, I, I think that something else in the Chiefs' favor that we didn't talk about in talking about the game against the Bills is that Tyree Kill is as good as Patrick Mahomes is. Tyree Kill is absolutely game breaking. Yeah, he, he gave the deuces before he. Yeah, even got he, him, he so. did that when he was behind the guy, <laughs> and that, on that play. It was just a normal slant route that he's fast enough that he had an inch and he took a, about 40 miles. The commentator said that the, the DB shouldn't have let Tyreek cross his face. And I'm like, oh, okay. He just should have let, just don't let Tyreek Hill run past you. I'll, I'll make sure to do that next yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> now, before we get ahead of ourselves and get to the picks, uh, there was one other topic from the Bills Chiefs game. Oh, yeah. That we wanted to talk about because of how it ended is that. Oh, yes. My homes yes, had 13 seconds to go. And they lead them all the way down, and they go to overtime. Uh, I believe the Bills picked because it was at it's in Arrowhead and lost the toss. Chiefs get the ball, score on the first possession, game's over. Thank you, Mav. I, I promise I did not skip over this uh, on purpose. I just literally forgot. Um, Aaron, go ahead. So, obviously, overtime. I mean, maybe not obviously. I think, I, I don't know. I don't know if Colby is in the I don't care or the play better defense camp, but in my opinion, overtime in the NFL is undeniably broken. In the playoffs, there have been 10 overtime games since the new adjusted overtime rules, I believe. 11, sorry. And 10 of them have been won by the team that won the toss. And it's because, as we've seen in the NFL at this point in time, Good offense is most of the time better than good defense. And so it doesn't matter how good your defense is, especially when you're as gassed as a game in overtime, the defense is going to get beat. And yeah, you could say play better defense, but you could say that for the team saying, that got the ball too. Yeah, exactly. Because they got the overtime just as much as the other team did. Exactly. Um, um, they didn't, have, but the, the team with the ball doesn't have to hustle their defense on the field if they score. To be clear, um, because I, I it, so in the group chat, the conversation that we had was the, I I said I am um, I am very tired of the overtime rules uh, conversation because I am I think it's the most boring thing uh, <laughs> to watch other people talk about. Um, but that's because those other people are not uh, thoughtful people, and you all are. So I will talk about this with y'all. 
Um, <laughs> it's just watching other people talk about it makes me uh, want to pull my hair out. I am in the camp of I don't care. Just pick one. Um, so what I actually think is that regular season overtime should just be getting gotten rid of. Yeah. I don't think it's worth it. Um, for for the for playing more football after sixty minutes in a regular season game, just call it a tie and keep it pushing. Everyone loves ties. Um, I don't. They're hilarious. I I just want sports to be more fun. This is entertainment, after all. To that end, in the playoffs, the most entertaining thing that could happen is for the other team to be able to answer. Um. So in the playoffs, yeah, just start the game over like they did, um, like like how the current overtime rules are. It's a whole new game, and if the first team scores a touchdown, then the other team has a chance to respond. Unless the first team, uh, yeah, the, if the first team Unless scores a touchdown, yeah, the the other team should get the ball no matter what. Unless there's a safety, if there's a safety, game's over. Um. Which you deserve because how are you, in <laughs> yeah. overtime really? Um, yeah, you, you deserve to lose that game. Um, other than that, I think like don't like college rules are fine for college because they aren't as good. Um, I even think like backing the teams up to the fifty, like teams, the offenses are better, kickers are better. Um, just just start just do start the game over and go from there. Yeah, so I, I I think that's on the right track. Like I think that in an optimal world, you just do another quarter and do that until the tie is broken at the end of a period of time. But as we know, the more football you play, the risk of injury increases exponentially. I mean, yeah, but it's a play, like we need a winner um, in yeah. the well, playoffs. Yeah, but so I think that a balance of keeping the consideration of player safety, but also fairness, because I think the, I think that obviously in my mind, the NFL playoff system is not fair. Um, It's not. And I think that the, like the mainstream suggestion is make it the college rules, which like, I think I said in our group chat is better, but the biggest problem with college overtime rules is that the team that wins the toss has an extreme advantage because the first possession, they know exactly what they need to do. They know if they need to get a touchdown, they know if they need to get a field goal. Um, And so something that I had been reading about that I think is a good proposal is a modified version of college overtime where you say, start from whatever yard line. That's arbitrary. It doesn't matter. Um, But you can't kick kick a field goal. You have to score a touchdown. Because that way, the offensive team always has to score a touchdown there's yeah. not an advantage to going first or second beyond the mental difference yeah i just believe strongly that it's particularly in a playoff format when you a season online both teams should have the opportunity to score you could even modify it such in the nfl overtime period you're you're two point conversioning it all until someone you stop someone gets stopped yeah i mean my that's the, the only it, the plays aren't that probably aren't as volatile as going down the field and such and two-point conversions are harder than they seem yeah. at times i mean the only problem that i have with the proposal that i was talking about where it's you have to score a touchdown and that's it 
is that eliminates special teams, which as we saw from the Packers Niners game is an important part of football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think that if you say no two point conversions, you have to go for a touchdown. You have to kick an extra point, uh, especially with the longer extra point distance in the NFL being not a gimme like it used to be. And you could even in that hypothetical overtime period, move extra points back to make it harder. Ooh, move it back every overtime period. That would be fun. Oh, I like that. <laughs> that would be awesome. I, I So for me, I think the, the as long as both teams get a chance on offense, I do not care um how like about fairness like so like if you go to my my version where you know both teams get to see the ball no matter what like you just keep playing it like it's a regular game the defense still has an advantage like in college in college sports um and the advantage would be in in college sports i think it's hovers around between 60 and 65 percent yeah um uh, of defenses um end up winning people uh teams that play defense first end up winning yes it's i think 61 or 62 percent is the number that i saw yeah i think 62 was the number i saw so it's which is more than nfl regular season overtime where it's about 50 percent um but that like you like you said it's higher it's higher in the postseason also, to be fair with that NFL number, the loss percentage is the same, which I think is the more important statistic because it's 50% win or 51% win for the team that wins the toss in the NFL. But that doesn't mean it's 49% loss. It's 51% win minus whatever. Or yeah, minus whatever percent tie is the loss percentage. And it's like 10% tie, I think. Yeah, right. Which so, but my... I like I said earlier, sports are entertainment. If both teams see the ball, it even if it if it's not fifty percent fair, it feels fair. And as long as it feels fair, that's that's enough (laughs) for me to to watch. Because the Bills will always have the argument like, "Oh, we didn't get a chance to to respond," and so yeah, it gives it gives them fuel to say that to at least in their minds delegitimize the victory or, or the mm-hmm. result of the game. I mean, we're all on changing the rules. If, if for anyone who's like just against overtime, like we just need a winner and get on with it for doing new rules. I think the quarterback can, should be able to throw the ball through the uprights beyond a certain range. And you can do one or two points. I don't care. Cause I think it's harder than you'd think. You take the strength coaches you put them in the middle of the field and you make them wrestle. Whoever wins moves you make on. Them, you make them solve Wordle on hard mode. <laughs> All right, let's let's move on to um to championship weekend. Back to Bengals Chiefs. I think it's it's the Chiefs. It's the Chiefs. Yeah. So, oh, David, did you have any thoughts on overtime? I I don't, you know, I am of the, I am of the belief that the both quarterbacks should get a chance to do it, uh, get a chance to touch the ball at least, but you know, counterpoint to everybody that was like, Oh my gosh, the bills didn't get a chance to touch the ball. We should change that rule. Kansas state chiefs tried to do it in what? 2018, 2019. 
when this yeah oh no one's no one's getting upset about the chiefs about it because like i said their their governor um proposed that rule and it got shut down right so i i think i am all for more chaos uh so but i am not on the field (laughs) so part of me that likes chaos thinks that we should have each team determine what the overtime rules at their stadium are (laughs) like (laughs) that's hilarious yeah and it's like how in baseball the fields are different dimensions at every stadium that's the home field advantage that you get is your home rules for overtime oh that that's interesting yeah that that would get too convoluted i think but it would be fun (laughs) as long as it's entertaining it's fine with me um Niners Rams is the game that I have no clue what to do with when in, I have tried to avoid the mistake that I made in last year's Super Bowl, where I said Patrick Mahomes is magic, so they will win again. There is no Patrick Mahomes in this game, but what it came down to in the Bucks Chiefs Super Bowl was blocking and tackling uh, the the Bucks D line was very good and the Chiefs offensive line was very bad. Both of these teams are really good in the trenches. I have no cl- I don't know. I I I I don't know who to pick. There's something that happens when Sean McVay sees the 49ers where it, it just doesn't work. I don't know what to do with this game. Please help me. Well, so my gut says that the Rams are going to win this. But yeah, like you said, it's Sean McVay against the Niners, and it's going to be a home game for the Niners. Mm-hmm. You think I, so? It's it's the Rams unless it's under twenty points. Yeah, I, my gut says Rams. I just don't. Uh, I don't know, man. The Rams defense is is so freaking good, and I know that the 49ers defense is also good, but. It, the Rams offense is better than the 49ers offense. I mean, Mine and, Depot Samuel, you know? Yeah. And when they did play early season, I don't think Von Miller had came yet. If I'm not mistaken, they also didn't have Odell Beckham jr. Yeah. So I'm not sure if there's a logical reason for me to pick the 49ers, but it seems like these two teams but, defy logic when they play each other. Yeah. And could very well get a repeat of the Super Bowl two years ago. And let's not pretend like the, like the Rams are this like polished team that, you know, doesn't give up 24 point leads <laughs> at, yeah. at the end of the day, Matt Stafford is still Matt Stafford. Like you get the good, but you also get the other Matt Stafford. <laughs> so yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I just don't know if a hypothetical gun in my head, I guess I'd pick the Rams, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't have any money on my games this week on the games this week so based yeah, I'm, on what i saw on reddit um in the wild card round in every single game the quarterback with the higher number one in the <laughs> divisional round every single quarterback with the lower number one so that means the higher number quarterbacks win so the chiefs are gonna win and i think that's the 49ers what number does Garoppolo wear? Does he wear 10? I, was, I, yes, I think so. Stafford wears nine, I'm pretty sure. 
How do you know that's what the pattern is? You need three to see what the pattern is. Well, that's true. It could be that the that the lower number quarterback wins this week again. Yeah. We don't know. Never know. Could be a math problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. It is 1058. I believe it's time. Uh, we'll talk about Celebrity Big Brother another time. Um, do we have any closing remarks? Sports are bad. Life is pain. <laughs> Use irate in Wordle and don't forget that letters can repeat. Don't forget that letters yeah. can repeat, y'all. It makes yeah. my head explode every time there's a repeating letter. <laughs> RIP to Amy Schneider. She didn't die, but she lost on Jeopardy, and it makes me sad. Rip. <laughs>